Okay, so fuck yes. Welcome to After the Hype. With me, your host is always Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Jonathan Hardesty. That's right, I'm here. Chewy Darso. Oh, hi. And Ryan James. Let's see if I can keep this trend going. <laughs> it's the lowest low, energy, lower energy of the three of you I've gotten in a very long time. That's I'm okay. Very disappointed. I'm still sick. With <laughs> all three here of has you. a lot of energy. My and special guest, here Eric Steffen. Yeah. <laughs> the. Hype most. Oh, it was terrible. Was yeah. <laughs> and you cut, were like, cut. <laughs> cut. <laughs> back to one. We like can edit these crashing car. <laughs> Up and down. Oh. Uh, Eric Steffens is here for, I think, is the best reasoning of a guest I've had in a long time. Ooh. Which is, is we have a movie today that's about childhood friends. So I bring my childhood, childhood friend, friend on. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of this God, one. How, how long How is did that? Eric that's react when you got married? Ooh. Uh, I was better. very excited. Yeah. I was actually, I was, I was very yeah. excited. He told me, I think I like hugged him like a little yeah. more than necessary. And, a little bit, just a little bit more. And, uh, but no, yeah, because I saw them together. And I think it's one of those things when you see two people that are like, they're engaged and like, oh no, you genuinely like love each other yeah. and this is going to be like a good thing. Because he's always been a nice guy. So to see Aww. somebody who's been a nice guy mm. be with somebody that is even more amazing, you know, like makes him better. Like he's right. It just makes, it makes you, you know, like, cause like, like I'm single and alone. Like it's like, Oh, <laughs> like I have a chance to find happiness. You should I have mean, seen the movies they picked for each other last week. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. That was a rough, you rough might, you might rethink, you might rethink your statements. <laughs> yeah. I think if you know what the other person hates, that's love. Like that's, that's true. true. Hey, yeah. Yeah. we did, we did the best. We hate did love do the we hate. Could. Yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, I was very, I was yeah. very happy with it. Ryan and I were very much like the children at the table watching mommy and daddy. Yeah, It was amazing. It's been 20 years. Uh, oof, yeah, just about close to that. Yeah, yeah I'd say yeah. something. Wow, yeah, yeah. wow. Yep. <laughs> Sixth grade is when I met him. As yeah. I was the strange new kid to class, and he was the only people who was willing to talk to me. So it's true. It worked out. I well. still, I still am willing to talk. Yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah. Basically, because he has a camera pointed at me for an hour. Yeah. So even though you didn't realize the camera was there, you had to ask where it was. But your body just knew. Yeah, if you watch this video, I'm randomly positioned straight in line with the camera. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just turning his back on Ryan yeah. the whole episode. Can yeah. okay, put I do the, that to people. the Santa hat on him? I was actually wondering why I kept this on, because I wore it just before the Santa hat. You, you can throw the Santa hat okay. whenever you want. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to start with a uh, quick where have you been doing. Uh, or actually, no, let's let's start with a plug for Eric. Eric, do you have any shows coming up? Anything you want people to go see you? Uh, check yeah, out? I have. Uh, well, the one I have booked for when I come back because I go home to Illinois soon. Uh, but February 19th at the Ice House on a Sunday. Uh, I'm doing like a show. House. Yeah, it's, re- it's really good. Uh, it's with a I-, I started working with another promoter. And yeah, it's February 19th. I think it's 8 p.m. If you follow me on uh, Instagram, Eric Chase Stevens, I can get you tickets and that kind of stuff. And they're really cheap. They're like $7.50. Um, but it's a great show. And yeah, I'll have a lot of fun material. Uh, but yeah, that'd be the best one. So we've seen you a couple right times now. Like, uh, I'm not just saying this because I've known him for about 20 years. It's legitimately funny stuff. Like, You should definitely check him out. Thank you. Uh, do you have stuff on like a website in case they can't make the show? Like YouTube clips or anything like that? Um, no, I don't like to put my material online just because I don't want it out there i want you to be able to you come see the show like it's, yeah. like it's terrible it's, but just also just not to generate it yet just so people have yeah. that out but cool um but yeah eric chase stevens on instagram is the best way that you can get a chance for all the other dates because i do a show about twice a month okay so there's a lot of are you still hitting up uh open mic nights a lot oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean i'm so i was doing seven a week 
for the last like five months. Probably when I get back, I'm going to start to up it even more. I f- it's I don't no know. rest for the wicked. I man. told you I'm single and alone. I have yeah. nothing to do at night. Okay, you have so, a dog. So yeah, well, I walk her every day, and she's tired. Right, she's getting old. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so no, I do I do a lot of mics too. I wouldn't I wouldn't come and see those. I would. Right. Is that just, you're, you're shopping your material? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're shopping. You're taking risks. You're you're trying to you know maybe trying high energy, low energy. See, I would argue that you know true fans of you of you need to get down on the ground floor on this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to start developing. I don't, that, like, I don't think swell. they'd become true fans if they came there. Like I, I I'm gonna lose them all. <laughs> <laughs> so the the quick question before we get started on this, just because I have questions about stand up, uh, when you're doing uh, the open mic nights, is it true that you're only doing comedy for other comedians? Or do people actually show up for him? So here's the thing. It's interesting in that, it, like, the majority of it is always stand-up comics. But yeah. every once in a while, because you'll be at bars and stuff like that, you'll have a couple people. And what's so interesting to me about that is comics want real people because they'll actually, like, laugh. Like, a stand-up comic will listen to you, and they might think it's funny, but you'll be, like, really quiet or you might like, smirk. You mm-hmm. won't, like, bust out yeah, laughing. The age-old thing is, like, the uh, tell a joke to a comic, and the best response you get is, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's more it. So actually, like, if you do a set and it's, like, dead silent, it's actually good. Because if it's like people are talking while your set's going, you probably don't have something interesting. Mm. That's something I kind of uh, learned okay. along the yeah, way. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, it's I actually have something of value because they're hearing me. But what's always amazing is when there's people who are just like in town and they're like, oh, we're at a bar. Oh, they're doing comedy. The comics make fun of them and call them out and be like, oh, so you guys in town? And like they alienate them and the people leave within like 30 minutes. And they're always like, it, it just boggles my mind. It's like you want them here. Like don't make them feel bad. Yeah, these like, are the people who make you feel better about fans? this. Yeah, right, right. Wait, what was that? How do you how do you expect to like gain notoriety and new fans if you're gonna make them leave? Yeah, I'm, and that's but that's I think that's also the general like rule of like you see certain people who are like trying I hate to say like trying comedy, but they're they're more just trying to like be vocal. Uh. <laughs> they're not. They just want a, a mic to shout yeah. things into. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's do a quick where have you been doing? Uh, I'm gonna go first because I like going first. I saw Moonlight. And it is far and away one of my favorite movies of the year. I think it is one of the most well-shot movies in a very long time. The performances are great. Uh, and I won't really say much else beyond that. It's just if you have a chance to see it while it's still in theaters, I highly recommend it. If you don't, it's not like seeing it at home will ruin anything. It's still definitely worth your time. It's fan, 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 fantastic. Cannot say enough about it. That's it for me. All right, John, what about you? Still working on the uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen game. I'm in nice. Chapter 7. And uh, so far the game's, you know, I, I don't know what's going on in the story. And I think that's the biggest problem is that any story beat, you don't even need to, like, have the sound on for it. Because it doesn't make any sense. The How game many chapters lo- are there? More than 13. Okay. <laughs> so I'm still a ways off. But uh, the dungeons are cool. I'm starting to get into those. And the bosses look cool. They have summons that you can summon like, these giant titan type things. to. But I mean, you can only do it, like, three or four times in the game. Yeah, no, they keep popping up. It's like, push this button. I'm like, oh, sure. Oh, God, what's this huge thing? Everything just got obliterated. Wow, cool. I won that fight. Like, a lot of, there's a lot of mechanical things that are just kind of weird. And the story is just not there. And, like, there's now these characters that have been introduced and they're all kind of familiar with each other. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Was I supposed to watch that anime? Or that. Uh, so it, it's starting I to hear kinda, the anime is pretty good. Yeah, I hear it's good, but it's starting to really kind of become a hindrance. Oh, the gameplay loop is all that's keeping me going but it's an addictive gameplay loop okay and it's still really fun to play but i'm starting to be like what is the point of starting this? to drag a little bit starting to drag a little bit yeah second act lull if you will uh-huh uh Chewie, what about you where you been doing i have slowly been working my way through uh cw shows nice. uh, in the way that i'm finally watching the big team up uh four episode it's pretty fucking loop. cool um i got 
through the entirety of the Flash episode, and uh, actually, I don't think I actually started the Arrow one. The Arrow uh, one's more of a celebration of Arrow than it is yeah. a cross. It happens to have a crossover in um, it, but it's more of a yay Arrow. And man, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. The beginning of the Flash episode when it's just him and uh, Arrow, and then that you cut Arrow. to everybody. Like you don't realize they're being attacked by them at that moment. Yeah. Uh, but just the the reveal of all of them together in that one space. It's just like when you told me that the internet was going, it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> I had that feeling. Oh yeah. I just watched it be like, fuck, I'm this is fantastic. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't tell you how just giddy you feel in your chest, like butterflies, to be like, this is the sort of thing that we all thought we could do in the nineties and then we couldn't. It wasn't good. And then we built up to it. And now we get this. We get comic books on the screen. And it's not, I mean, it is cheesy to a point, but it's not stupid cheesy. It's loving cheesy. It's like people that understand what they're making. And it's not like whole hum. Ha ha, we're making this. It's we love this. We're making this. And it's just so the glee you see in the way that they frame these things. It just, I mean, if you're not into it, you're going to hate it. But if you're into it, it's one of the greatest things you're ever going to see. Ryan, what about you? Where have you been doing? Well, I've been doing the same things I've been talking about for several weeks, which is playing Skyrim and catching up on Fargo. Uh, Fargo season one's been really good, just like the movie, which I had never seen before. But uh, I'm going to give a shout out to something different. I listened to the first episode of a a podcast that I want to keep listening to uh, for NPR called Invisibilia. This is really cool. It's a podcast about... um, that they call it the uh, about the invisible forces that control human behavior, uh, ideas, beliefs, assumptions, and emotions. And the first episode is called Outside In, or at least the the first episode I listened to. And the main storyline is a kind of like a, a fake it till you make it thing, and it's about the first Rwandan all female debate team. Uh, just a really fascinating story of like I've how seen they seen the trailer for that. It does oh, look yeah? interesting. Yeah, how they overcame like their entire culture to be on this debate team and at one point they they talk about how they actually have to kind of work against their uh their main goals to actually win the debate so it's it's really interesting uh to see them kind of like step up in this new role in in the aftermath of the this terrible genocide in rwanda so definitely worth listening to definitely has that npr tone good time fun good times and last but not least, Eric, where have you been doing? Where have I been? Uh, I have been for the last, was it 15 weeks now, been uh, obsessed with a thing called fantasy football. Oh, oh boy. Uh, I started last year. I was in one league and I won. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I did five leagues this year. Oh, my God. And uh, if you play fantasy football, I qual- I made all five fantasy football playoffs. Whoa. Four congratulations. Of them, <laughs> four of them played last Ryan week. Ryan did not do and, well. And, Shut up. And all four of them were against Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is one of the greatest running backs of all time. This is actually statistically true. And he and himself had a career day of his entire oh, no. season. He had 298 yards all-purpose and three touchdowns, and I played against him in all of them, and I still won two of them. So <laughs> fuck you guys. Interesting. Nice. Um, but yeah, I've been. I I I mean, I listened to I listened to this one podcast all year round, and so I've been like. Is it tra- Matt Berry's? Uh, Better not be around, I do man. listen to theirs now. No, yeah. it's called the Fantasy Footballers, which is my plug for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's it's really funny. It's three guys from Arizona. They're really entertaining. They actually give really good advice, though. That's really inter- uh, just interesting to listen to. I walk my dog every day to it, so it's just kind of a nice yep. uh, kind of zone out thing. 
But yeah, it's it's really fun for me to kind of predict it. I had like week five, I had a, a kind of breakdown where I emotionally like got a little too depressed and upset and I found myself for like six hours sitting on my couch screaming at my phone and I was like you can't do this anymore Eric and so I found like that happy medium where like I'm okay to lose but I really like to win all right, are we ready to talk about the night before? Yes. Yeah. Ray. All right, so the night before is a Christmas movie from last year, uh, uh, directed by Jonathan Levine, who did Fifty Fifty and a number of other things that were mm. okay. Uh, written by Evan Goldberg and Jonathan Levine. Uh, actors, of course, Seth Rogen, Je- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Anthony Mackie, and numerous others who are all kind of fun in there. Uh, this movie did okay, I would say. It cost twenty five million, which is about what I expect. Uh, made 43 so it made its budget back made some mm. so it didn't do terrible but i think they the way that they were talking about it when it came out i thought sony thought this was gonna be like another one of those runaway r-rated comedies where it's gonna make, make 150 million and it didn't even uh even worldwide it only made 52 so it didn't make that much more overseas uh so it wasn't a bad investment but it also wasn't the smash hit that i think they were hoping that it was going to be i mean it had a little bit more emotional things going on than it most did of yeah, films. yeah. It, it's uh which is why i'll bring up the reviews uh I'm not going to read any of these. I'm just going to tell you where they kind of landed. On Metacritic professional reviewers, uh, it was 14 positive, 16 mixed, only one negative. So either you really liked it or you thought it was okay. Very few people hated it. Uh, And then when you go to like the user score, most people loved it. uh, Very so 61 positive, 30 mixed, 15 negative. So overall, I'd say it was either okay to very good. Very few people ended up thinking it was trash, but it also didn't have that runaway like this is the Christmas movie to Mm. watch. Um, except unless you're on our episode today. Uh, okay, so before we get into this uh, biatch, if you will, uh, we have to do what we like to call a 30-second breakdown. If it makes you feel any better, last week when we did this for all five movies at the table, every one of us failed. Yep. Okay. Completely. Uh, well, I, no, I'm, I mean, I, I, just, I know you like to I'm win, pr- though. I'm so. pretty sure you just <laughs> did this to set me up to bring me down. Like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. All right, cool. you ready for this? Yeah. Go, 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 go! All right, the story starts about three main characters, Ethan, Isaac, and Chris. Ethan's uh, parents died when he was really young, uh, right, actually right on the 24th, so his friends decided to stay with him for Christmas. They then keep it for a 10-year tradition where they decide at the end of 10 years no longer to do it, so they go out one final night. Uh, Ethan goes and struggles with finding love, With at the end he actually does find love. Uh, Isaac uh, has trouble with decisions to become a father, and he takes drugs throughout the whole night, so he has this kind of spirit journey and realizes he doesn't want to be a father. And Chris is trying to deal with being a celebrity, and at the end he decides that it's okay to come clean that he's not as good as he thinks he is damn nice something about comedians and giving them a timer they just can always wrap it up boom, yeah boom, boom, boom. every yeah. single even one without a light on like yeah, if we I gave know. you a light at a, at a five <laughs> seconds left we need a perfect. stroke i thought like, that was a lot i thought that was i had a i had thought i had about 10 more seconds yeah like i, I think that worries me goes about whenever quick. i have sex like it yeah. might be a lot <laughs> than oh, that was good 20 minutes wait wait, wait why is my alarm <laughs> it's been one song it's been one song <laughs> It was a long song. <laughs> I put. I mean, I, I think I put it on repeat. Like I think that was. I accidentally hit the the yeah. shuffle repeat. Right. Thing. Hey, if it's November rain and it's on repeat, like it's a good decision. Uh, okay, so uh, I don't think this was a thing last time you did this. If you succeed, as you just did, you get to make fun of me. So you get one free shot. I get one free shot. One free shot. The rest of them are all stolen. Please take it. Oh. Uh, he's known me long enough. I'm sure he can do it. You gotta be able to make fun of Brian. Come on. Well, no, I just think it's I, it's it's. I don't want to make fun of him because I mean, this guy has been on the show for three years and he still fails <laughs> at giving the 30 second promotion. I've only been on here three times and I've done it right every single time. If you go back to the Ant Man, so it's just it feels wrong to make fun of him for being like not good at his job <laughs> that he like 
approves that he wants to do. Like he spends every week here and he still can't do it. Like how, as his There's wife, like does that does that embarrass you? Does that like feel like do you maybe can reconsider? Like is there like a time where you can like over here. like See, at an Eric, anniversary you Eric, can just take the ring off and not move on? What? So no, I do this to no. men. I don't do this to women. No, That's why I'm talking respectful to you. Part of being married is accepting the other person's oh, fault. Oh, fault or failures? Yeah. yeah. No, completely. I mean, I get you in that. So anyhow, it, the night before, let's. So, so maybe, maybe next week our guest will be able to come up with an insult for yeah. Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe next time somebody Hopefully can again. actually cut real deep. Uh, yeah. Real deep. Slice it up. So. Oh. That was intense. <laughs> yeah, he was that, like looking at me right whoa. in the eyes the whole time. Yeah, yeah. He, he's an intense motherfucker. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> while, uh, while, while, while castrating him from under the yeah. table. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's, uh, as uh, Ryan likes to do, yeah. we're going to start with the hype of this thing. Because even though we talked about it last year, Ryan still didn't forgot remember. it was a movie. That's like uh, <laughs> Moonlighters. Yeah, I'm going to see that. It sounds really great. Uh, yeah. Next year, we'll talk about it again. I'll be like, I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did. I I totally missed all of the marketing. I don't know where I was last year, but uh, just didn't pay any attention to this. I mean, this was probably hot on the heels of the interview. Am I wrong about that? Uh, I mean, it came. It, it was pretty close, and that movie made me disregard <laughs> Seth Rogen forever. So maybe that's that movie was part a of it. Fucking mess. Yeah. Do, you, do you watch TV a lot, or do you more? No, watch? I don't watch. I mean, are you talking about for advertising or? Well, that, I mean, that's what I'm bringing up is like how yeah. might you might have missed it because I I pretty much just watch Netflix now, right. but I also am obsessed with IMDb and like okay. watching every new trailer. So I think that's why I saw it. But if if it wasn't IMDb, I guarantee you I would not have known about it. Yeah, I didn't see any trailers for it in front of other movies. I don't watch a lot of TV with real commercials, so I, I watch like Hulu and uh, Amazon and all these things that give you the same fucking ad every time you See, you're watching I, I it, do so. that too and one of them for me was the night oh, before so like every time i watched a show i got an ad for this movie i just want to play scratchers real bad all the time i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> uh no for me like the the thing is is like i i really liked um 50 50 like i thought that was a really kind of like yeah for me it didn't do it so again another and, reason and for that, this to that, fall off it, the radar. that could be it could be more of a personal thing because i felt like i kind of been on that journey a little i didn't have cancer but like when my mom had it it was like yeah. one of the things where like i really attached to that movie like i could really put myself in that thing so i it really really did a lot for me i thought they did what i thought was impossible was make a very funny movie about cancer it did it well for um, sure but it didn't hit home for me like yeah so yeah that could be so when i saw that this guy was doing another movie with joseph gordon and yeah. seth rogan i'm like you know what i'm i'm in like yeah. that sounds like a fun ride to me so it was always kind of high up on my radar i think Chu and i saw it opening weekend like we were we were all for it yeah uh and i usually like i really like evan goldberg's writing i really like him with seth rogan but the problem is and uh I, the hype i don't think really showed this very much or it doesn't really with any of his movies they are the biggest hit or miss for me out of everyone i either uh, think they're yeah. the funniest movie i've seen in a long time or one of the worst most ignorable annoying pieces of shit Sausage Party? Sausage Party. The, the writer <laughs> that you're talking about? Yeah, but okay. with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. I think they to, either knock it out of the park or they fail miserably. To really, really fast side note, um, with Sausage Party, does anyone else find the hilarity of the controversy and how stupid they were to talk about diversity in animated films with a troop of white dudes? I love that picture because it's yeah. horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at all these white guys let's ready to tell you about diversity. Avoid, yeah. right. Let's bring on one of the most like stereotypical films ever, Talk about diversity. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go down. I. I really. If I, we could never mention Sausage Party again on this podcast, I'd be very happy. Because I yeah. fucking hate it. Uh, so I was at a sausage party last night. 
There's a different but, uh, type of sausage. Eric, what Yours about you? Yours is probably oh, better. Uh, where did you did you see this in theaters? Or you just see it for this? No, I just I, I just saw it this morning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's also why I was really good at timing it because I was the whole time watching. I was like, okay, how do I cut to the yeah. core of this? Uh, no, no, I saw. I mean, I saw the trailers and stuff like that because again, I I I, st- I stalk IMDb, and you know, I I think as time's gone on, I haven't actually gone to movies as much. Whether it be because it's expensive, it is or, pricey these days. Um, you Especially know, in LA, fuck yeah. But <laughs> weird plug, but uh, the AMC theater at, in Santa Monica, it's like fifteen dollars to see it, but you get your own seat, and it's the Lazy Boy recliners, and yeah. they have a bar there, and so that's like that. I actually like if I want to have like a good time, like that's to me a fun. They just remodeled experience. Universal City Walk to do the same. Oh, thing did they? Yeah. Okay, great. So, so I can go closer now. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. It was. I mean. It, it, I have an issue, I guess, when I look at it, like I was like, okay, it looks it looks like a normal like three friends getting drunk yeah. and getting screwed up and going on an adventure movie, which is funny and, and I'll talk, you know, later yeah. when we review it and all that stuff. But it wasn't enough for me to be like, Oh, I'm really I really gotta know what's gonna happen or I'm worried what's it wasn't happen. something that made you go, Oh, I have to see that. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was what's... something you're willing to see, not you had to see. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean I'm I'm trying to think of one that like I, well, okay, I go into that. I mean, this is way off topic, but but like Dark Knight, like even the teaser trailers were just so much like, oh, I I need to know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and I think that's a hard thing with comedy sometimes is that it is. Yeah, you feel like you're missing out if you're not experiencing it. Yeah, there's very. I mean, I think there are some comedies that pull it off, but it's it's a rarity. Like yeah. it's it's not. It's very rare that they. So actually I think that's what struggled with me to want to go out and see yeah. it. Yeah, John, what about you? I saw. I mean, I've seen the advertising for it, the trailers and all yeah. that. And most comedies along these lines are like the trailers are shot in such a way that I immediately am like, "Oh, I'm not going to see that." Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm generally like, I don't know, like they don't hit any spot that makes me have to go see it. I'll see it for things like podcasts or yeah. rental and stuff like that. But I never like, they never grab me humor wise. John, what do you think too? The like at this time of year, there's also like some really big movies coming out. Like, do you yeah. think that challenges you too? Because you're like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go see. Man of Steel, or I'm going to go see Rogue One. Yeah, there is kind of a or, sense of like budgeting which movies we're going yeah. to be able to get to see, and you know, even parentage aside, having to get the babysitter that also limits. But even before that, there's a sense of just like I only have so much money to see movies, and I'm going to be seeing the bigger ones in the theater, and I have to decide what I want to rent later. And now, this ends up being they, these movies always end up being I'll rent later. Now I think like this year, Office Christmas Party is that for me? Like uh, mm-hmm. like I wanted to see it, and then I heard the reviews are okay. And it's like you know what, I'll rent it when it hits Netflix. This one, for me, I don't know what it was. I think I just like those three actors together. I think yeah. Anthony Mackie is, for me, one of the biggest untapped comedy resources out there. Like His comedic timing <laughs> is fantastic. Totally. He's really funny. But he keeps doing these like kind of action and serious roles. And it's oh, like, dude, he kind of makes are... those Captain America movies, though. Yeah, yeah. He, but he's just so good. And like so yeah. I was excited to see him in, like actually like playing up his comedic chops. Like, and like He I'm, was in Pain and Gain. He was hilarious. Yeah. So good in Pain and Gain. Like, yeah. like, when he, like when he shows up, he's so good, and it's really fun. He's always on steroids, too. I was Actually, that is kind of weird, weird right? when I watched this yeah. movie and like it started with him getting injected. Yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, can we actually test Anthony? Because yeah. <laughs> he's picking this role every time. Yeah, it's a little weird. But no, I, I, I really like this cast. And I think that's what made me want to see it more so than some of these other ones. Because I, I agree with you. I, I totally see what you mean. Where it's like uh, movies today, like we saw Rogue One last night. Um, and it cost us twenty four dollars a ticket, and it's like there's so and few. I want to do it again. I mean, I would, right. I would never see it in that theater again because fuck you, Dolby. Is that, is that what you sound like thing. sometimes tonight? Yeah, <laughs> I want to do, do it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just high five and we get to it. Uh, 
Do we high five? No, never. <laughs> I don't we think I've ever high five. Start high fiving. <laughs> this is um, now a thing. Good game. Good yeah. game. <laughs> GG. GG. <laughs> uh, but not turned to get good <laughs> now. Like <laughs> that's now like an insult. Oh, that'd be I'm, bringing, I'm bringing the parents back. Yeah. Together. yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I was saying is like so for me the the major thing like especially with something like night before is that especially December, November, a little bit of January because you get like the spillover, mm-hmm. all the movies that are coming out are these huge emotional fucking blast you in the face heavy hitters. Like where you just leave sobbing every single time. Yep. And that's why every now and then I go to one of these. And like it's like, you know what? I just need to cleanse the palate and just have a fun time with the movie. Forget how good it is. Forget the quality. Forget that. Like I just want to sit down and have fun with the people on screen. And I think that's what this movie was for. I like being That's the main also. reason why I like <laughs> going to these, the movies with these guys. Yeah. You can tell they're friends in real life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a, Sometimes I'm a, it works, suck, sometimes I'm a sucker it for two things. I love bromance films. Yeah. Like, however much of a feminist I am, I do love men loving men. <laughs> well, it's, uh, a good, it's a good message. I mean, I, I, I'm going to steal a little on the, the moment at the end, but when when uh, Joseph Levitt has the flashback scene, yeah. and they're like just... And he starts breaking down, and they just kind of surround him. They don't really even say anything for a I, second. Yeah, I love yeah. movies like, that celebrate friendship. Yeah, and yeah. being there for each other. And I actually the, think this movie is really good for that. And that was the yeah. biggest surprise. The advertising did not even touch on this. And, and I, I remember what I was I, hoping was going to be in it, and then it was. Yeah, yeah, and then that's the thing. Like I was sort of interested in Fifty Fifty because they were touching on a more serious tone, being like, "You can have some humor in a serious thing." I was like, "Oh, I should see that," and just forgot. Whereas this, oh, there you was just see Fifty Fifty. There was just none of that sense of like there was more to it than just the the comedy aspect and. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, nope, pass. Yeah. But then when I watched this, I was super surprised. This was the biggest yeah, surprise it, for me. It has a heart. It definitely does. And whether or not it works for you is up to the viewer. But I, it, they definitely tried to give this stupid, as Eric said, just three friends going and getting drunk movie a legitimate like heart to it. They gave it, it a it reason. Yeah, yeah, they did that better than the Hangover, which was an oh yeah, oh, the comparison to this. Terrible. Yeah, no, I can like, tell. Yeah, that's a good comparison to this. Yeah. But they did. I mean, Jonathan Levine is a—he's a much better director than Todd Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just Todd Phillips is great to make you look at dick and fart jokes. Right. Which I, there's nothing wrong with dick and fart jokes. The Brothers Grinsby is surprisingly one of the funniest movies I watched this year. But it's not a good movie. It's yeah. just funny. Like you go there to like ah, they stuck yeah. a rocket up their and ass. T- to be honest, the dick joke was my favorite part of this movie. Oh my <laughs> god, the dick joke in this is so <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, and uh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna, the, to finish what I was saying. The other like two things that I really appreciate that made me want to see this movie uh, is however much of a person that I don't do drugs and I'm actually pretty much afraid of doing drugs because <laughs> my brain's already weird I'm, enough I'm as it is. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see where my brain takes me. I Yeah, I don't know if it would be good or terrible, but I love watching other people do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so I really wanted to yeah. watch this movie for that. Uh, and Something about watching Seth religion. Rogen do drugs, it's a lot of fun. And, it and I also accurate. enjoy yeah. religious humor when you're not really going either negative or whatever or preachy on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hashtag is such a smart. Well, and it's, it's the, my other favorite part. It was uh, unexpectedly the, smart. Yeah, yeah. The, the fish out of water <laughs> amplified by drugs. Yeah. Let's just talk about that scene oh really quick. Oh, my God. We're talking about the, the church? The church yeah. scene. is uh, It was in every trailer, which was a little annoying, but that was one of the best scenes in the entire movie. But they did not capture nearly as much as how awkward that was oh yeah, yeah. like the, the trailer made it look funny like oh Seth Rogen did a puke at a church that's kind of funny but the when it actually plays out all the way from the beginning when he's talking to the the manger <laughs> out front here yeah. dude hold <laughs> on. hey Spencer how's Can it I going pet yeah. your dog yeah go ahead oh your dogs talk all dogs talk <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to say on that I think one of the things that again what this here's the thing about where I thought there was jokes in this that were uh, being a comic and like what you really appreciate is smart jokes yeah. where yeah. the wife 
it was such a wonderful relationship where like one she's like listen you've been amazing here like she gives him the drugs yeah and then she sees him later and she's not even mad that he's high she's just like Get, get away from my family. Get the yeah. fuck out before my parents see it. Like, I'm fine where you're at. Like, yeah. you can just be on your be trip. Here. Just right. don't be here. Right. Why do you have a cane? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and the, and the, the, the physical comedy of the cane sliding down yeah. the side. Oh, then, yeah. We're just getting but, into that now. But then going inside, he's like, you can be my rock, right? You can be my rock. Dude, suck it up. Like, don't do it. Swallow it. Yeah. Swallow like, it. And then the baby's like the devil face that oh says, my God. fuck you. Everything about it, The fuck you from the baby. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> so, it's I, so, so You can see it on camera, but Seth Rogen face is like he's just <laughs> and then he looks over like what's up with that guy over there <laughs> Jesus Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ is that what they think we did to him <laughs> to do him do people know I'm do people know I'm Jewish yes how look at like, your shirt <laughs> oh god he starts covering it up and everything everything about it yeah. was amazing yeah, and it's, the, it's it, like the comedic timing the editing the performance yeah. like that scene comes together well, so well the jokes are just not obvious like they, yeah. they take the non-obvious track with it because Stoner comedies, drug comedies, all kind of take a general path, and I was always surprised by every gag. I was not expecting yeah. it to go those directions. And I think you would have seen with that, like you talk about comedic timing, and in that, I bet you they did that take multiple times, and oh, I yeah. don't think he did it the same any single time, no, because what I think what made it comedic timing was, uh, the, the, my one thing about Seth Rogen in this that I thought was so well done was I, I actually thought this dude was really paranoid about being on drugs. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, whether... I I mean, I've never been on drugs, so I don't have that same Well, he's scenario. got the, like, I'm if old, you, yeah. I'm about to be a dad, but I'm so, doing drugs. So yeah. I bought it because of... So when those natural, genuine reactions happened, like, I was laughing so hard because I could just... It was like, I'm waiting for this guy to fall on his face. Right. Yeah. And, and so I just and think... oh, boy, he does. I think he did a great job versus in some other movies when he does drugs, it seems character or the idea of being on drugs. Yeah. Versus I think he was really, like, paranoid. Oh, yeah. And I loved how, like... He was, like you said, awkward and paranoid about being on all these drugs, but he keeps taking them. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the solution to every problem is thing. more drugs. Yeah. When, he, when like, he pumps the pop- shrooms the second oh, time into his mouth. After he runs out of shrooms, he keeps taking the pill. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm on Molly. Could I, could I have some Chardonnay to wipe down my med- yeah. medication, yeah. please? <laughs> the, serious, and the, I, I hope I'm not stealing somebody's line here, but that line when he's like talking to Anthony Mackie about the drugs, he's like, oh, yeah, she knows nothing about drugs, but portions here are all way off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Oh. No, One that joint and like a pound of mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's move on a little bit. Let's uh, uh, let's talk a little bit more. Um, what else was like the other major scene in this movie that made you guys go, "This movie's really working"? Then we'll move into one oh. that didn't work. I mean, I'll tell you my the thing that. Uh, made me uh, first latch onto this movie was Michael Shannon's cameos. Oh my, every time, so good. Every the time they're dealer. in the car with him. I oh my like, God. First of all, I love Michael Shannon. I've uh, met him twice in real life and he is that bizarre. Like this is oh, the closest. Sur- he used to come to my Starbucks all the time. Yeah, Weird this is, dude. This character is the closest to real life Michael Shannon I've ever seen him <laughs> play in a role. And as like the, the wise stoner uh, drug dealer. Taking an- care of his angel. Oracle, angel. Of angel. The whole angel. Yeah. Angel, <laughs> angel yeah. elf. Angel Elf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is so, an elf? He was yeah. so good. At the end, yeah. he's an elf. And all of his good lines. And, Santa's you know, his dad. Yeah. Yeah, but Tell Santa's Isaac I'll see him in about an hour. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. I, I loved... And, and even like the oh, end reveal was, the was great. Like when it's the whole like, oh, it's my party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just... I love I really the whole like... the Great oh, Gatsby. Yeah, he did it because of the Great Gatsby. And I love the whole like... Oh, yeah, the whole train coming in. It's a cool way to enter a party, man. Right? He's just so... like. It was one of those things where I was really afraid it was going to be like a one and done. Like he was in the, the first scene, I was kind of like, oh, that was kind of a fun cameo. But the more he came back, the more I'm like, I love this character. He's great. Yeah. I, 
Well, okay, so uh, yeah. uh, there's two things. One with that, I, I think in general there's a couple things that happened in this, uh, which was callbacks. Yeah, and I had a conversation with I was talking to some people at a at a holiday party the other day about seeing things like some like it hot or like old classic movies. Right, 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 yeah, and they were and one person was arguing like there's no point to really need to know those anymore for film because just things have changed so much that there's not as much rela- connection I to them. I wholeheartedly disagree with yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I do. I do completely. <laughs> and, I, and I brought up that point because there was a couple times in this movie where certain things were referenced that I could actually see like when... So when Anthony Mackie and they all do the, the piano scene, yeah, um, I can actually see kids now or people even in their 20s being like, oh my God, that's such a cool piano scene. I want to do that and have no idea that that's a relation to Big. Yeah. Like they have no connection or the fact that Michael Shannon is to me the ghost of Girlfriend or not the ghost of Girlfriend's past. Whoa, that's, whoa, a, that's, whoa. Whoa. that's the wrong movie. The, the, but, but, <laughs> but, but, but he's he's yeah, present, past, yeah. and future and that's yeah, that's what he is in. Right. Like, so yeah. it's, it's actually a Christmas story of yeah. Scrooge and everything yeah. and there's all these moments that are really great stories that they kind of tied into it that you... You actually appreciate more and enjoy more because you've seen this other stuff and understand where it's being inspired from. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and like that's a, a, that's part of why I think the movie works so well for people. Not to sound like a dick, but for people like us who like really have been enjoying film for so long, this movie does a great job being its own Christmas movie and also calling in other Christmas movies. Yeah, not just yeah. Christmas movies. Though. No, true. Yeah, yeah. like but what you were saying about Big. That's not a Christmas movie. No, not at all. I don't know why it always feels like a Christmas movie to me. Because though. of the they're in like that Macy's, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very like be. kind of holiday feel. Oh, yeah. well, it is. It is Christmas season. Oh, there we go. Because oh, they're, oh. they're deciding what toys they want to buy and stuff like that. Oh, oh I like that. that. And he works for a toy place, doesn't he? Yeah, FAO stores. I, one thing I just wanted to I actually so in New York they that's the last FAO Schwartz yeah. and when I was there six years ago they had the giant piano and me and my friend Fernando did the big whole, the, oh, the heart nice. and soul nice uh, like bucket list moment like it was incredible <laughs> might have like shoved like three kids off the piano well, to be able to get away we're having the fuck a out moment of here. I'm having a moment <laughs> oh, but also I like that they didn't do that in this oh yeah I like that they did their own song and they updated it oh, yeah. oh right, man. Right. and I the song they that chose was yeah. so great yeah, yeah. 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 I don't even really like that song very much but it was great in this and I love that and everyone's getting into them. it like they're having yeah. a good time and then yeah. like the dad's having a good time then covers his daughter's ears right right he's not stopping it but he's not and it's such a great choice for the characters yeah absolutely because that's what they're doing yeah uh, what about you, John? What was one scene that you really took away from this movie? I like absurdity. So when yep. it went all full like Santa and elves and angels and fly around and he just flew up into the sky, I was like, yeah, yeah you're on my speed with this. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I, li- I like when comedy is not afraid to just go like, that doesn't, you know, that wouldn't fit in this movie. That seems so weird. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, I, li- I love absurdity. And if they're going to take it to 11 and make like yeah. Michael Shannon character be just an angel. Right. Yeah, 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 why not? Yeah, so I, like, why I not? love I fuck it moments. So and did that you was like uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back then? Oh my was God. That, We're not talking about that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Why don't you marry it? such a surprise how much I love that movie. I appreciate the absurdity of that. It's been so long since I've seen it. So Yeah. I mean, I I liked I liked the absurdity I liked that I but I think the the better absurd moment was the uh, yeah you totally look like a dragon right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I like that they, they weren't you, afraid to do that even that is a great illustration of how great they are for each other oh yeah, yeah. oh she's, do I she's still, ah! she's still not concerned and that's accurate yeah. she's yeah. still okay with him yeah. tripping right and also that moment when he shows her the footage and they just finally let it out and oh yeah he. Yeah. Did you just Rip- call her baby or cunt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> but you don't see that. You know, you wouldn't expect that character, the wife, to be that way. You wouldn't yeah. expect him to be that way for her. They did a lot of unexpected choices with their relationship, which 
made it believable. Well, the, and that's I. That's why I really I I appreciated the movie so much more for the way it was. The movie was trying to also send a message of like. I mean, the I'm stealing from stuff. But it's like the biggest thing is like to just be open and be honest yeah. and just mm-hmm. say what you really think. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like that sucks. But you just got to do it. And all three characters do that at the end, and it all does work out yeah. for them, yeah. which is convenient. They all think that the one friend is the one that's having all the issues and is being held back. But right. Then it turns out it's all three of them. Yeah. yeah. And the the thing that I really the the it's not specifically a scene that I take away from it. It's more like the general theme that I really really like about this movie and why I ended up buying it and why I'll watch it again and again is I like that it it has a really good theme of especially like people our age group like in their early thirties or close to early thirties. Where it's like, hey, growing up sucks. Like it's true. It, it, <laughs> God, it, it does. It, it, None it total- of us feel like we're good at it. Yeah, it, it, there's no way to get around it. it. Growing up sucks, and it's really tough to maintain but friendship. But you should try. It's worth the effort. Is what that I get. I say it's not like you know, like when you're 22, you're like, oh God, it's gonna suck to be 30. Yeah. And I have to say, I would much rather be 30 right now than I would be 22. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. But I will also say that it sucks so much more than it does when you're 20. And not from like, oh, I'm old. It's yeah. just like life changes. You face different things. You you actually, I think you embrace things more. Yeah, so you're, absolutely. You're Feeling it's, happiness it's, and sadness. More. It's all those harsh realities that kind of right. pepper your <laughs> yeah. experience. You but get you get the wisdom that you were told you're going to get, and suddenly things aren't as like <laughs> yeah, black no, every, and white. Yeah, everything's not as hunky dory as it was. But that's yeah. and I think this movie does a great job selling that point and saying that yes, this is all true, but that's okay. Like it, you're going to fuck yeah. up still. Like you, you need, can be messed up. Yeah. You can be fucked up. You can have problems, but it's going to be fine. And I, I think this movie does a really good job selling you on that idea. Thanks. However surprising it is for the type of movie it is, this is a tight script. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I know that, for, and a lot of times I can't say that about these movies because there's so much... Um, shoehorning and jokes. Shoe, and, yeah, yeah, shoehorning. What's the term right now? Well, people are precious about When they don't jokes. have a script. Oh, improv? Improv. There's yeah. usually so much improv that usually at some points it takes you out of the film. Right. Yeah. Which is what we had a problem like with with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I didn't really feel that in this movie. No. Like, they I, were able to keep it There's definitely some moments, but they so, didn't, it never but felt false. They Yeah, they felt real. They felt yeah. like they really worked it together. I mean, that's probably had to do with tight editing as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Where they, know, they knew the absurdity that they were going for, and they were able to make a tight script where that... You were together, you were on board the whole time, and you never felt like you were tired of the f- watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, I, I really like that. Yeah, it's, it's, I think Seth Rogen is better at improv than I think people might realize. Cause, oh, yeah. Because he does do, I, I've heard about him on set. Like, he fucks up his lines constantly. He can't remember them. He's smoking weed all day. Uh, but he does a really good job of making what he says work in the script and not fucking up other people's lines. Like he's very, very good at it to where it's it's funny and you don't feel like it's Melissa McCarthy just right. say, Look at how fat and funny I am. It's more real because he actually is like just figuring out the conversation as he goes. Yeah, yeah. And he does a great job with it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Uh, uh, that's we we've been really nice to this movie. Uh, I know when we started, Ryan did not have the most nice things to say about it. So oh, yeah. what didn't work for well, you? Well, to me, the the whole concept and the entirety of the script, although it was really well written, just like played right on uh, Pineapple Express, um, knocked up um, the Hangover and Fifty Fifty, and it's like without it without all of those other movies existing, this would have been one of the most perfect comedies I've ever seen. But it just felt like so many of the same steps that to me it was, Actually, why like was this, this made? I like this movie more than I like any of those other it ones. It was. Yeah, I, I, I think ultimately yeah. it was a better movie than all those other ones. But uh, It does strike a lot of the same similar just, chords. Yeah, but it, it does. Just I mean, felt like the same movie. And it's, I liked the cameos. 
The cameos were good, yeah. but that's another thing they do in all those movies. Yeah, it's but it, again, shit. it's it's one of the things where I think they made it work this time. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the other ones, they felt kind of like, oh, this is a funny cameo from this person. Yeah, but like Jason Manzuka shows up in this one and he's funny. Oh, he's like, really like, good. like he's really good. Yeah. He, he uh, if you haven't seen the movie, he's he plays uh, he and his buddy are out drinking, dress up as Santa Claus, right. and Joseph Gordon Levitt decides to tell him what's what about ruining Santa Claus, and they kick the crap out of him. Yeah. And as he's kicking the crap out of him, he's like, well, who are you anyways? Like, I'm a third grade teacher. I'm yeah. shaping our future. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like when Joseph Orlev is trying to tackle the other guy that's the orthopedic surgeon. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I feel like this is more than the current moment. I feel yeah. like, <laughs> I feel like this is a, it's nothing. It's right about now. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Pretty sure this is unresolved issues from the past. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some wise drunk Santa. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But but it's one of those things where like why I like this movie as much as I do because it makes those really funny clearly just to get those two funny actors in this movie moment work organically and still be funny. It did. Yep. Um, I agree with that. You know what? I, so to bash on that part a little bit, I didn't get talking about that part of it is the the jo- like my actual issue was in that moment with Joseph Gordon-Levitt is I don't actually like I don't get him throughout the whole thing. Like I I understand he. He, I kind of figure out at the end he doesn't want to lose people, right? And so that's why he's worried about the tradition stopping. But like his his love for Christmas, I don't see that throughout the whole thing. I, I don't think it's supposed to be a love for Christmas. I think it's supposed to be a love for. It's almost like he's still holding on to this Christmas routine. It's not yes. that he loves yeah. Christmas. It's that he loves this night of hanging with his bros that he's had ever since his parents have died, and now he's going to lose the thing. That replaced his parents. So for why him. does he get Isn't mad at the Santa Clauses? That's that's the whole point. Okay. It's not about that. That's it's about right. something else. And yep. he's just watching it. Yeah. Script and I didn't every get it. year, right. <laughs> every year he had his friends to distract him from right. really having to deal with these issues. He I did get that. And okay. this time, and now he's realizing <laughs> this is teaching Eric time. Oh. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. I'm learning. I'm not just teaching you. I'm just talking about the movie. No, no, no. I know. I need to learn though. So please help me. I thought you were being like Chewie's pen. No, I'm actually like I'm actually less of an asshole uh. than mo- my my tone comes off a lot like that. If it's to I'm Brian, so used, Mellon, I'm so used to everyone being an asshole to me. No, see, I actually I actually, I actually hold you in the highest regard of uh, everyone here. See, now still I, sounds I still sarcastic assume you're being sarcastic. No, right, right, no it's, it's genuinely true. <laughs> but he every year when most people that are in his situation are alone and have to deal with the same emotions every time. Right. He's had people to distract him from those emotions. Yeah. Yep. And now he's so desperately afraid of losing that because he doesn't want to feel those things. Right. And he's just having like a mental little men- mental breakdown of real of subconsciousness of, oh no, I have to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Give me anything I can think of to not think about well, it. Well and that's <laughs> kind of the interesting thing about it too. Am I still yeah. there? Okay. I couldn't hear myself for a second. No, you're good. Um is that with major elements of grief like that you know everyone wants to help you along and be with you and make sure you're not alone for a long time but eventually you have to be eventually you have mm. to be stuck into that dark tea time of the soul or whatever See, and I, you have to like when i moved to chicago for the first time i was by myself for months you know like not didn't know anybody and i had to kind of come to grips because i was bored there was no internet there was nothing yeah. and it was like i had to deal and I, and it's like it was interesting that that was kind of like just prolonging the dealing for everyone yeah. in their own way, and especially for the one grieving because it's like that's yeah, and, the but, important part. But the thing was, I I feel like this movie does a good job of showing like you don't you're not necessarily alone. You just have to grow up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So like he that's, like the next yeah. Christmas he wasn't alone. He was yeah. still with the same people. They just weren't doing the same routine. Right. It was in a, it was in a different manifest than what you think you need to be yeah. in. And, and that. he learned like it was great watching him learn in this film. 
Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think he's, I too, yeah. he's you can he's, see his thoughts yeah. while he's while he's running. Yeah, he's really it. good at showing like yeah, like how you said like the wheels turning, but not in a way of like an actor trying to think of his next line. Like you can feel like it's a character figuring shit out. The conversation with him and Lizzie Kaplan at the end was fantastic. Was, was fantastic. I, that, that was actually a little bit of a gut punch for me, like a, yeah. a hard impacting emotional moment mm-hmm. where the whole movie you think it's just because he's some loser guy who can't commit to his girlfriend, and at the end of the movie you realize it actually wasn't really about the commitment. He didn't want to meet her parents. Yeah. He didn't yep. want, is whether or not he felt like he was going to replace his parents or he didn't want to create something else that he was thinking that he eventually he's going to lose. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. the fear of parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's that, that sense that you just don't want. I mean, that terrifies me to this day. Yeah. <laughs> oh. there, there, is a, there is a sense with like lost when like, you know, you're just going to take the place of it. You're going to just take away all the memory. There, whether, you know, when you say it out loud, it sounds stupid. No, but, but then, it's, but then it's you're dealing with. I mean, speaking of somebody, thing, like, when you say it out loud, it actually helps you because yep. we put it in our head yeah. for so long, and it just it just combo- like it just spins out of control. It's the scariest yeah. thing in the world yeah, to yeah, say no. out loud, too. Yeah. No, it's one of those things. Like speaking of somebody's lost a parent, like yeah. yeah, it's it's a real fear. Like oh, I don't want to replace that person in my head. And yeah, it sounds really dumb coming out of your mouth, but it, it's a real thing that's in there. Mm-hmm. And this movie does a great job showing that without like being like a shovel in the face. Like this is what it's about. Like yeah, it's just right. really subtle and in there. And it, yeah, I, I, the layers in this movie I think are way better than the trailers or anything ever gave it credit. For. I, I think that they would have worried if they showed a movie like that on a trailer, no one would come to see it, right? Because yeah. that's something yeah. still that's hard to. I mean, it's hard to sell. Yeah, it's hard to get people to think that they can get real emotional punches from a drug movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from yeah. a fucked up movie. Well, again, because it, it's not. I mean, they're not really. As I thought about, I know I said the drunk part, but like. They're not really fucked up throughout. I mean, uh, no, Seth, Rogen, Seth, Seth Rogen, yeah. Seth Rogen <laughs> is yeah. more than the three of them need to be to get right. combined. But yeah. like Anthony Mackie is almost he's n- sober n- the whole time. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a lot too. Yeah, like that's yeah. well, and yeah, and some of that like problem is that you're they're kind of borrowing the language of those drug movies to advertise this movie. So it's kind of like their sense of like I don't really want to. Deal- oh, actually, this isn't about the drugs. Right. No, like, the drugs aren't about it. It isn't yeah. the cru- like yeah, the it, crucial thing. It's, it's a little bit of a bait and switch. If you're yeah. sitting down expecting just kind of like a Cheech and Chong esque like holiday movie, that's not what you got. I no. I, uh, I I saw Flight and I thought Flight was about this guy who um, saved a plane. And they were thinking that he maybe messed up somehow. No, I had, it's about the miracle drug of cocaine. And, and it was just <laughs> like I had no idea that that was about an alcoholic. And I was like already in the movie like twenty minutes. I was like, oh, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did you not know yeah. that cocaine can cure every ailment? <laughs> Watch Flight. It's a miracle drug. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> what? what a heavy movie. <laughs> Uh, I thought people had hadn't done cocaine since the eighties. <laughs> Call back to the uh, all right. Well, okay, we're we've been talking for a while now. Is there anything else that we have not hit in this movie that people really like? We feel like we need to talk about. We've talked Seth Rogen, we talked Anthony Mackie, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, we never mentioned Miley Cyrus, who was her cameo. Uh, I thought yeah, was that's so right. Good. The cameos yeah. were great in this the cameos. movie. Yep. Uh, James Franco, uh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Mindy uh, James, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Mindy Collins. She I'm, wasn't really a cameo. No, she was a character. She was a character. The same as Lizzie Kaplan. To me, she's yeah. a cut. Co- I mean, the blood and the, yeah. the drink. <laughs> Fuck, that was great. Oh, man. Oh, okay, this is good. It tastes like pennies. Oh, my God. That was great. Let's go through. We'll go around the table, and we'll do quotes after this. But what's the gag that you thought was the best in the movie? So I think Eric just said his of... I w- the oh, blood teeny. Do I, do I want to take the blood teeny? Um, come back to me, and okay. if you guys want to take it, you can take it. I have to do something well, else. For me, again, with the I don't ever experience this, so I find it really no. funny what happens to other people. Dick pics. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're such a huge thing in society. Yeah. They are, and I've never received one other than from you, honey. 
or from Brian. She, was, <laughs> it, it she had to clarify okay, who it was from. Right. No, to be fair, was, it was never a real. It was never my dick. I was sending her other dicks. Brian sent me random dicks he found on the internet, and then Tony sent me random dicks he found on the internet. Yeah. Never. I've never gotten a legit dick pic. So to whenever I hear, no, <laughs> Brian not slowly while we're grabs his phone and holds it underneath the table. A smile goes so across his face. I always find it so fascinating and funny, like so like alien to me when I listen to my girlfriends talk about it, or when they get one and then we yeah. share it because that's what you do. That's why I never send a dick because <laughs> <laughs> I don't what know who else is going to see it. Uh, <laughs> I've sent one. So I'm similar sure. to the most drugs, people have. I don't. I mean, I don't. It's not my. It's not my thing. It's not like I, yeah. I've never thought me sending that, and it's never happened when I've sent that. And they like, "Oh yeah, come over." Like, that's I, not, I only know one person who has. And you know, sends it you know just those like, like uh, Instagram things where you have several photos, and then one of them's a video. Yeah, I had a friend that got one of those where the guy was masturbating in the video. Good for them. That's and it's great. just like it's so weird. It's so weird that guys send these and they think it's hot. Yeah. <sighs> So I just loved that moment okay. in this movie. So <laughs> dick pic for Chewy. I mean, I already uh, said it too. That was one of my favorites, yeah. but not the specific part where it, the fact that he gets the dick pic and he's so high, he's like, yeah, I'd suck that dick. And he starts uh. responding. <laughs> and then when you find out that it's James Franco's dick, yeah. it, that was the best gag in the movie. I wonder whose dick it actually was. Just some, yeah. some from I'm the sure, internet, I'm yes. sure. Yeah. Uh, my or favorite, it was actually James Franco. My favorite gag in the movie is, uh, it comes from Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And it's uh, the whole time Joseph Gordon-Levitt's talking to her, and he keeps saying Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, yeah. Miley Cyrus. And she just looks at him and she goes, you got to <laughs> stop calling me Miley Cyrus. And it's like, oh, what do I call you? Call me Hannah. And it was like, <laughs> it was like. I hope that's not somebody's uh, line because I don't mean it's a line. It's the gag for me is Joseph Gordon-Levitt's face. I'm yeah. just like, wait, really? It's <laughs> then, no, to me. Yeah, for a moment, she gets to fuck with him. This oh, actually yeah, was so good. This was my quote, but I have a bunch of backups, so no yeah. worries. But um, w- her response is so good. Just kidding. I'm drunk. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a good one. Uh, John, do you have a favorite gag? Yeah, it's the the dick pic one. Yeah, it's because it's, it's so because good. of Seth Rogen's reaction to it. He's like, I guess I like this now. This yeah. is who I am. Like, <laughs> oh, he just going. What? He's just so easy to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all along, I'm just I'm laughing at his reaction. I'm like, uh, I'm into this movie because of yeah. your like, I loved his drug trip, and this was the highlight of it. Yeah, Eric, do you have a favorite um, gag? Oh gosh, I. Uh, <laughs> we all dance around Blood Teeny for you. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, Blood Teeny was really great, but I. I, I still think something to do with the wife and and Seth Rogen. Yeah. I think her react her her honest reactions. I think the one of she running into him being like, "Oh my god, why?" Are you? Like I don't yeah, know, just that whole that whole sequence is fucking great. Yeah, I can't get I can't get over that. I mean, I I will say the blood teeny because if she didn't figure it out, if she stayed like yeah. it and walked away, I would have been that would have been terrible. But when she saw the note blood run down his nose and she put it together. Like that's a great mini. That's I, true. All right, fine. I'll take you know, that. Like too many characters are like oblivious to the extent of non-believability. Yeah, but they yeah. were at the height of their intelligence the yeah. entire movie. Nobody yeah. was yeah. even on drugs. Right. Seth Rogen was still like, "You're a dragon right now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that's kind of what works is like the, the by being more like point at it and say, "This is what's funny right now." Makes it funnier instead yeah. of just having to be like aloof and like, oh, "I didn't understand." Like it, it made it work. Yeah. Um, all right, time for quotes, 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 quotes. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go first, please uh, do, because I I love my quote. Uh, it comes when uh, he's kind of going a little insane, and he decides to send himself a <laughs> oh, video. <yeah. laughs> uh, and I'm just gonna take the the last part of it, which I think is probably the best part. After he's yelling at himself, yelling at himself, he says this: "Fuck you, baby, little baby arms, chubby baby legs." Cunt! <laughs> One of the best things I've ever heard. And when I saw it in theaters, I was almost crying. I was laughing so hard. Fuck, that was great. Uh, 
I loved my quote so much. I texted it to Brian while I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like just out of the blue, like he could have not understood the context at all. I uh, knew. <laughs> man, I guess that settles it. Isaac Reaver sucking his first dick tonight. <laughs> like he's just so resigned to it. Like, oh, I I walked into this. I guess so I got to do it. <laughs> oh, it's for me. It's the scene when he. Um, <laughs> nails the messiah to the cross at the party oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> it's not so much what he says it's just like it coming true it paying off yeah. the joke from the church yeah. about, the you know we did not kill that. jesus yeah. i was like that's probably as far as they're gonna go with it no they actually did a physical gag and, yeah. uh, and just uh, yeah, i didn't even see it coming it's happening again and yeah just it was a perfect setup that like yeah. Anyone else probably wouldn't have paid it off. Yeah. That, it, that's the church gag itself was enough, but this was a great payoff to the oh, joke. It was fantastic. Ryan? Uh, so all of my <laughs> written down quotes had to do with uh, Miley Cyrus or <laughs> Michael Shannon. Um, I'm going to go with the one that wasn't Michael. I'll, I'll, I'll give my second choice afterwards, but uh, the other scene when he's revealing that it's his party on the rooftop at the end. And he's talking about how much he loved the great Gatsby. And he just throws in there. 3D gives me a headache, but I'm such a sucker for Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Just some, it's real dialogue that like only kind of Kevin Smith and a few other writers can nail. It's a, it's a rarity, but when it works, man, it works. All right, Eric. I, I, it's cheap, but if I was thinking about all of them, like, I still think, like, when he, when Anthony Mackie says, she home alone me. <laughs> like, I know that was even in the trailer. And I just, I just love that. I just love the scatter and that part of it. And, then, a, she, and then she uses the that. sticky palm. Like, she, oh, used, yeah. she used the whole, <laughs> she's a home alone. Like, that's what she yeah. was. Oh, that was. Oh, uh, by the way, she looks great running in those pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just some good types. <laughs> My second non-chosen quote was uh, when he was asking about Miley Cyrus, and he's like, "Well, it went all right." Ethan, you and I both know no, Miley, Miley was flawless. flawless. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a good for, one. For a moment, this uh, movie tricked me into thinking I, I liked uh, Wrecking Ball. Right? I actually do like it. It's a really I, good song. I, I have it on my running playlist because yeah. of this movie. When Mindy Kaling goes, you can run to it, I'm like, fuck, you can <laughs> run to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can cry she, to it, you yeah. can run to it. Yeah, she wasn't wrong. It works out great when I go running. Just run. I came in like a ring. Absolutely. <laughs> it's great. Uh, that's, okay. your, that's your running form? Uh, is it not supposed to be? No, no. He's just elbowing everybody at his side. I helped, I helped train I'm Brian for fun. his marathon. <laughs> oh, man. I'm doing it again this year. You did great. I did it, which was great. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right. So review system for today is going to be holiday classics. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like Like anything you consider a holiday classic. So I'll leave it up to you. So if you only think like the Rudolph Claymation stuff is holiday classic, then that's what you go for. If you think. No, but like like, like, if you compare it to that, it's an eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll go first and I'm going to go with Frosty the Snowman. Um, I think Frosty the Snowman because it is one of those movies that I look back on and it has a lot of heart to it and it really feels like it shouldn't because uh, it's just about a snowman not wanting to <laughs> melt and die. Um, but it's a really enjoyable kind of fun classic movie that has like, a really good message to it and it's just a really – it's a joy to watch and that's kind of how I feel about this one. Not the greatest movie ever made but it's really fun to watch and has a good message. The Santa Claus. Nice. I, yeah. I knew it. As soon as it said holiday classic, I knew you were going to say the Santa Claus. Because I love that now movie. Now it's streaming on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie about someone who's a dick, realizing he's a dick, and coming to terms with it, and then becoming Santa Claus. Oh, I'm going to ride those coattails. Uh, Scrooged. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I've been told I need to watch that movie. Oh, my. It's very good. Yeah, with Bill Murray? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's great. Great one movie. Of the, stapling one the of the antlers to the mouse. One of the laborers on my mouse. show. Said. So fucking good. 
Oh. I'm going to do a Christmas story. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah. Just, une- you know, unexpected humor. Yep. And absurdity, which I love, so. Nice. Last but not least. I'm so glad nobody took you. I was so scared. I'm doing Elf. Nice, yep. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's straight up in the, the same ballpark of, like, yeah. needs a family, doesn't, like, doesn't really have it, not really connected. At the end, they all come together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there is an angel and all that mystical stuff that totally still works. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Guy gets the girl at the end. Absurdity throughout. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Central an ang- Park. Yeah. He's an angry oh, elf. <laughs> What's the three? St- I still. I mean, I, if we're quoting movies and we're still going back on elf, it's like the four, like candy corn, candy cane, candy. Yeah. There, there he goes. <laughs> so you like sugar? Is there sugar in syrup? Yes. Then I love sugar. Like, oh my god. Uh, okay, so. Obviously, this movie came out after Christmas, but we're still kind of riding the Christmas wave before New Year's comes up this upcoming weekend. Um, so I hope you guys have all been enjoying your holidays. It's been a blast. Uh, a really quick round of plugs, and then we'll say goodbye again. So it's February... February 19th. February 19th at the Ice House. Go check out Eric. Stage uh, two. Stage two. I'm sure as long as I'm not working that night, Chu and I will probably be there. Yeah. So I remember you've... looking at your poster, and I went, and I noted, huh. Eric's higher up on the poster. <laughs> I so I mean so one of the cool things is lately with the guy that I've been working with, he's been putting me towards the end of the show and he's been giving me a lot more time. Yeah. So that's been that's been really cool, nice. just because he he really likes my stuff. Good. So yeah, unless I magically have to work that night, Chewie and I, or if Chewie has to work, we'll probably be there. Or it might just yeah, he'll sign what, autographs what for you guys afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> what day of the week? Sunday. Is it? Sunday. Yeah, I might have to work, so yeah. I might just be Chewie. <laughs> That's me. Bummer. But I, I like her more than you. I clearly. I, I, I she don't doesn't believe you. that. She yeah. thinks this is all a ruse. <laughs> I'm just gonna do eight minutes of material on her. Just <laughs> your level of eye contact is so intense that I assume that you're gonna do something mean to me. Yeah. Like it's a trap. It really, <laughs> it really creeps people out that I'm like genuinely like trying to connect with somebody. And I'm, I'm like right now, that. like I'm trying to do yeah. that right now, and she's yeah. looking away it's, the it's whole time. Cause you're, it's because you're it's a comedian. You're, you're it's expected comedian, to and, say and, I, and I hate to say this, but I, I look like this, so I just look like I'm trying to yeah. steal <laughs> something from you. <laughs> like if you don't watch this on video, like I hate to say this, but, like I'm like, a good-looking in, guy, like, so when I'm genuine, movie. people think I am gonna kill you're you. You're trying like, to, yeah, yeah, trying to screw yeah. somebody over. Like in the movie with Anthony Mackie when he catches up to. What's her name from Broad City? Yeah, and she's like giving him like I taught you this. Like I gave, she gives this little speech about like you know touching thing, and then she just goes, "And you're just so easy." And she's like, <laughs> right, 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 right. runs away. Yeah, that's what right. we expect Eric to do to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I already got the candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you can check us out online at ATHpod.com. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or anywhere else that you get podcasts, um, except for Stitcher. We're still figuring that one out. Uh, it'll be on there soon. Yep, we'll, we're working on it. Uh, but pretty much anywhere else you get podcasts, you can find us. Um, and then check us out on Facebook. Uh, send us something if you want us to review it. Uh, we're yeah. going to start taking requests here soon. I'm very excited about that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we're hoping to start up a whole request page on our website, but that's, you know, we're kicking that down the road a little bit so we get all the other stuff. We're waiting out. for our first request. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. yeah, so send it in. I uh, keep sending Jay and Silent Bob straight back, and you guys already did that one. Do it again. Uh, no, then, I did it. You all sucked. <laughs> uh, and if you want to drop us an email, it's uh, athpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so again, I hope you guys are all having the greatest holidays. We're taking next week off, so we'll be back the week after that with uh, a movie that I, I'm too lazy to look up on my uh, my uh, movie. So. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, movie that we'll talk about. There's people in it. There's yeah. probably people. It could be animated. <laughs> I was going to say, what if it's a cartoon? Like, yeah. it, who knows? It's going to be something. So we thank you. That in who framed Roger? Enjoy I was, I, the oh, rest of 2016. However many yeah. days are left, and bye. 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 bye.